That's right. It's time for the most exciting hour and 20 minutes in sports entertainment. Dynamite Smackdown. I'm your host, Steve Picorni. Uh, April might jump in a little bit, but I am flanked by... Are you still the champ, Cliff? Yes. Yes, I am. The still your champ. WCF television champion? That's correct. Woo! Clifford Red Dog Miller. What's happening, Cliff? What's up, what's up? And just a fun time this week in wrestling. Yeah, pretty crazy time. I think April doesn't want to be on because uh, Bray Wyatt won. <laughs> That's we made, the we terrible. Made, we made that Bray's bet. the man. No, we made that bet last week about the uh, yeah. who would win. So she's going to have to make a choice between watching, like, some Joey Janela matches or uh, writing an essay on why she likes Lacey Evans. <laughs> she's going to write that essay. <laughs> I'd rather jump off a bridge than write that essay. <laughs> Let's get into it. October 30th, 2019, AEW Dynamite, a special Halloween-esque show. Um, opened up with some packages. We went back to last week when Sean Moxley and Pac went to a time limit draw. Uh, Moxley ran wild. Uh, Pac hit him, like decimated him with a chair that brought Kenny Omega out to save him. Omega goes directly to Tony Khan's office and finds out that his match with Kenny Omega at full gear will be unsanctioned. Um, Pretty good way to start the show. What did you think? Want to make me a little freak show? Just want to take me out, walk me around, unsanction my match so I don't have a loss against your boy? What happens to him is on your hands. Him is on your hands. It's, uh, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it's funny because you remember how Tony was like, I don't want to be on character. I'm not going to be on screen, blah, 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 blah. And, like, here he is, like, talking behind a door so technically he's yeah, not he's, on screen but he's, he's still like involved in a product <laughs> i thought it was great um we also get tony shavani meeting uh, cody rhodes at the airport and they take a limo ride to the aew arena this will be ongoing for most of the show um cody arrived with dustin his brother who for whatever reason doesn't get in the same limo <laughs> Uh, that was weird. <laughs> um, and I sent, uh, we have a group chat on Facebook between the hosts of the shows. And I even said, like, anytime Tony Schiavone is around Cody, I feel like something bad happens. <laughs> uh, then we got Sammy Guerva. I'm never going to say his name correctly versus Hangman Page. Now, you are a Hangman Page hater. Um <laughs> Let's get right into it. What did you think of this match? I Okay, first let me get this right. I want to set the record straight. I am not a Hangman Page hater. I just don't connect with the guy. <laughs> really good, though. <laughs> like, I still like the match. It's just him. It's just I don't know what it is. It's just something about him that I'm just not connecting with. And I thought both guys did a really great job in this match. Um Oh, Sammy was trying to play like, the cool kid. Like, he's like, oh, I'm too good. But he was like, 
he was you could tell like he had did a little bit of research on who Hangman was and like his move set because he dodged that at the first um and then he he didn't see the second one coming so uh I thought Hangman did a good job in this match he uh, both of them did like Sammy is a really really good heel like he goes to the top and like jumps down and just slaps Hangman in the face which I thought was a really good heel move um and just kind of like talking shit to the crowd throughout uh Hangman hits oh my god the uh the buckshot <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're the one who hates him i can't remember his fucking move names to save my life uh <laughs> hits the buckshot pins him uh and then cuts a promo just about like well it hasn't been like an amazing couple weeks for me but we're gonna go to this pay-per-view and do some cowboy shit and uh challenges yeah. packed to a match at the pay-per-view I immediately tweeted, how dare you? You know it was Dustin's turn to say shit on air, and you ruined it. <laughs> Dustin being uh, Chuck Taylor. I'm trying to think, was there... I I will fully admit, took no notes during <laughs> these two shows. Um, we got... Haikura Shida versus Shauna. You immediately message that you're a big fan of Shauna now. Shanna. (laughs) (laughs) You did. Not even going to hide it. Not even going to hide it. I said that. (laughs) Um, Pretty long match. Like, long, but not really. Like, they did a lot. Um, It was definitely, like, too... Like differing styles, but I feel like they eventually like found their their groove and got going. I I had told April like you know this is a there was a pretty good women's match and she wasn't like overly into it, but I think Sheeta came out looking amazing. Um, there's something about her that I just really like, and even Shauna like she was she wasn't terrible. <laughs> what did you think of this match? Um, so I forgot what match was going on at the same time for NXT, but it was like another women's tag match, I think. Yeah. And I, I thought this match was, was good. And it, and you're right. It took them a little bit to get started, but once like they got in the groove and they were able to kind of like move things along, everything just went smoothly. And I was like, yo, like this is kind of something that was good because we've seen Sheeta before. Like in other events for AEW, this was our first showing for uh, Shauna, and I was like, yo, I was just, I was just into seeing a new character get put up on AEW, and then they kept saying that she was from France, and I was like, why is her Twitter handler? If you're gonna keep saying she's from France, I was like, just keep her from Portugal. <laughs> it's okay, right? I I didn't get it because you were like. Cause that, and that when you were like my new favorite wrestler, I'm like, she's from France, and you were like Portugal, and I was like, I swear to God, they said France. I swear to God. Did <laughs> who knows? Who cares? Um, we got uh, the Rock and Roll Express was there. We got some backstage segments like them meeting Private Party and you know whatever. Um, so Cliff's boy, uh, Chris, v- what's his name, Chris Van. Van Vliet. Van Vliet? 
What a hard last name. Um, <laughs> you know, they're coming out with the tag team belts. They were going to present them to the winners. Um, they will not get that chance because Santana and Ortiz, with quite possibly the worst tag team name ever, Proud and Powerful, come out and just beat the living shit out of Gibson and Morton, which was amazing. And so much different than WWE. Like, I feel like if this was... Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of a a tag team. Okay, if... No, Edge and Christian's still too too recent. If both Bushwhackers could still wrestle, <laughs> I feel like if this was the Bushwhackers, they would have beaten Proud and Powerful up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it does know... Well, if, even if it was like... Think so. This is like one of my my favorite examples to talk about, like what you shouldn't be doing. But there was a time where the NWO came out and they were doing they're cutting a promo, and the Ascension came in and like was also talking about them. And the Ascension had just been called up from NXT, and then you had APA and uh, the New Age Outlaws come out. That's destroy a perfect, dude. That's, anything. Yeah, that's the perfect example. APA, like. It's like, if, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, Ascension versus APA, 100 fucking percent. Like, it does no favors to the Ascension. Like, there's no rub, there's no nothing. You just make them look like a bunch of fucking geeks. At least this way, I'm, like, Proud and Powerful looked, like, powerful. They beat the shit out of them. They had a loaded sock, which is fucking amazing. Put, uh, I think it was Gibson. They put Gibson through... It might have been Ricky Morton. They put one of them through, uh, like, a section in the stage, and then the Young Bucks, like, run in and chase them off. But a pretty good, um, like, little segment, kind of pushing the heel antics of Proud and Powerful. And the crowd was fucking red hot. They were booing the shit out of them. So what you're supposed to have, though. Like, right? I just, it, that segment was so awesome on so many levels. Like... Shout out, shout out to Ricky Morton getting put through the stage, though. Oh, I, I can almost guarantee you they probably had a match in the past month. Like, Morton and Gibson are still wrestling, I feel like. Hey. April couldn't believe it. <laughs> April was like, what? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's in their fucking, it's in their mullet-having redneck blood. I think they're having a match coming up on NWA Power, actually. I 100% don't doubt that. <laughs> Like, in part of me, um, I want to start covering that um, and maybe get April to kind of, like, watch it. Because they're only, what, like, three or four episodes in? And they're only, they're only, they're getting on their fourth episode this week. So if you, or maybe it was their fourth episode this week. Either way, like, yeah, it's only, it's like four episodes deep. So are you th- could get a lot out of it. Are they uh, hour long or what's the story? Yeah, they're an hour long. Um, it's mainly focused about wrestling, which is really cool. And they have, you know, they have all these crazy little commercials that oh, they yeah, do. The, like the, the this, fake real commercials uh, with uh, Austin Idol. <laughs> Austin Idol has like some of the best commercials. The, his wrestling school. On NWA. <laughs> he has one where he's like... Um, Hey, you know, you're sitting at your apartment alone by yourself, but there's that lovely girl right next door. Why don't you go talk to her and have her or and give her a K Fabe cocktail? 
I tell? <laughs> I can't tell you. Otherwise, that's breaking kayfabe. But go give her a kayfabe cocktail and enjoy the night. I was like, this is the best commercial ever. <laughs> he, uh, I, I, even their roster is really good. Like, uh, Nick Aldis, um, uh, not, is it Chris? It's not Chris Harris. It's the other one. It's the other AEW or AEW America's Most Wanted. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, James Storm. James Storm, um, Cole Cabana, fucking Ken Kennedy. Like, it's a really, really good roster. And Cole Cabana needs, he needs to be out there. All right, back to AEW. um, (laughs) Before we go on, I was going to say, go ahead. Trevor Murdoch is on the show as well. Trevor Murdoch's on the show? Yeah. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, dude. I was such a Trevor Murdoch mark because he would do, he was doing uh, Fat Guy. Canadian Destroyers. Back before everybody was doing Canadian Destroyers. He's on the show now. <laughs> Fuck. All right. He sold me. We get a uh, another small, like, Tony Schiavone and Cody Rhodes. Tony tells a story. Uh, if you've listened to uh, What Happened When, that you've heard it before, but it's about uh, an interview that they were doing with Willie Nelson and Cody's dad, Dusty Rhodes. Where, you know, Willie shows up and it's in a pool in like Nashville, and um, the dream is like, is Willie in the pool? And Tony Schwanny said yes, and but I'll mind you, Dusty Rhodes is buck naked, um, and he says, "Good, yo, the star always comes out last." Um, a pretty this like the story's great. Uh, and then they go into this thing, about, like Cody's like, "Oh, my mom's gonna be there at this match," and it, it, it's it was cool, but it was also a little bit long. Um, but overall, not bad. Then Cliff, the best match on the card. <laughs> <laughs> we get John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and QT Marshall versus Trent, Chuck Taylor, the best friends. And Orange Cassidy. And they get announced to the ring by Rick and Morty. Um, I'm not going to lie. That was awesome. Dude, and I told you, like, I'm a, I'm fucking, I'm not like a huge Rick and Morty fan, but this was amazing. I fucking loved it. Uh, I was laughing almost the whole entire match. Like, Trent kept. Like his wig kept falling off and he kept putting it back on. Um, <laughs> Orange Cassidy gets pushed to the outside, takes all that shit off, and then comes back in and does Orange Cassidy shit. It's great. Um, oh, yeah. A fucking plus. That's what I give this match. Give me more. Did, was it JR? Did JR say Slubba Lubba Ding Dong? Or it's something not, like that? It's Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know because I don't watch the show when people are like, what? He, I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just like, it's not that I don't want to, it's just I haven't yet. <laughs> so, uh, well, Rick and Morty is one of those things where the fandom almost kills it for you. Like, if you're not a fan, people are so like about Rick and Morty that it's almost like a turnoff. Do you know what I mean? 
like, oh, I love it so much. Yeah. And they, they say wubble of it. And it's just, no thanks. No thanks. But yeah, Excalibur <laughs> was like, oh, I need some help pronouncing this, JR. Can you help me? And JR's just like, wubba lubba dub dub. And it's like, oh, JR, <laughs> you're the fucking greatest of all time, dude. I love it. <laughs> like, some people were a little mad because they're like, oh, he sounds like an old, old angry man. I'm like, I, don't, I didn't get that at all. Like, it, it was more like, I don't know what this means, but I'm saying, you know what? Fucking, let's go back to when he was cutting Skittles ads. Is that what we need? Do you, oh, re- do you remember? We don't need that. <laughs> chewy, 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 goodness, Skittles. <laughs> like, oh my God. Then we get the contract signing, Cliff. I'm sorry, Cliff. What did you think of the best friends match? Um, I love Orange Cassidy, so I'm all about it. Um, but I did write because when we were talking in our chat room, I did say I was like, "This is bullcrap. Look at his ref, so one-sided. Like not calling this down the middle. Like he's over there putting on Orange Cassidy's glass sunglasses." You gotta, listen, you gotta, you gotta, you can't have just random things in the match. Look. You gotta pick them up off the the mat, and he he doesn't try to get into the the hug. Uh, because I, I watched it again with April. Because <laughs> she was like, what's this Rick and Morty thing? I'm like, it is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> so I watched it again. He's like kind of, he's doing the uh, the thing where like the ref will walk up and be like, get out of the ring. Like one of those. Uh, but he definitely doesn't try to get in the hug. We did get a hug spot and it was amazing. All three of them. I... I, did, I was a huge fan of the match, so I definitely will give credit where credit is due. Yeah, and for being like a gimmick Halloween match, it was it was awesome. 100%. Like, I don't care. Like, Meltzer was shitting on it because he's like, it makes them seem like less than. I'm like, it's, it's a crossover with an intensely popular cartoon that's intensely popular in that age bracket that they're winning. And they didn't, like, shit all over it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like... <laughs> when Chris Pontius and Steve-O were on Raw and Umaga just destroyed them. Things that you shouldn't be doing to your celebrities. You manga. So we get the contract signing between Cody and Jericho. Uh, Jericho comes out first uh, in a purple suit coat with pumpkins all over it and his hair looking fucking A+. Amazing. Like, he was very uh, Lionheart in this whole thing. As pumpkins. Yeah, right? He uh, <laughs> calls the whole crowd hillbillies. <laughs> and just, like, shits on over but everybody. He tells Cody that he's going to make him realize, like, how he's going to make him feel like the loser he is when he loses on Sunday. And um, they keep teasing the usual contract signing, like, Kerfluffle, where they just start attacking each other. It doesn't happen. Um, they get in each other's faces, and April made a note where uh, it looked like they were going to kiss on the lips. They didn't kiss on the lips. Uh, and we get, you know, Cody saying, we could stand here and do all day, do this all day, but you might be needed somewhere else. And then we get Sammy with kind of like a handheld camera, very S.H.I.E.L.D.-esque, you know, asking, is this thing on? Cody, great job. I didn't see what the contract said, but I did see this. And then we got 
Jake Hager just beating the shit out of Dustin Rhodes. What's he uh, What's he hit him with, Cliff? The dick kick. <laughs> it's with that it's knee. like he did in his MMA fight he, on Bellator. I don't he, care what people say. Three dick kicks. That's what he did. It wasn't on purpose. It was an accident. He didn't mean to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and have you talk shit about Jake Hager, the MMA superstar. Oh, oh, what is it? Two wins, no losses, no, and one no contest. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty good for the most part. That's better than Punk. Credit what credit is due. Yeah, but he's also fought guys that were like he. So he's a a D one a D one wrestler, wrestling guys who are not quite at his caliber and destroying them. I don't see anything wrong that, with that. Like he's really good, but he also dick kicked the dude twice. Once <laughs> with the shin and then once with a full blown knee. <laughs> a plus. Calling him Jake Nakamura. <laughs> um so Cody runs back there uh to save Dustin and gets to see Jack Jake god damn it slamming Dustin's fucking car in a dog door uh a dog door a car door <laughs> and uh Dustin actually put on Instagram like that his arm was in a cast so they're really selling it you know that's old school shit Randy Orton's dad wore a fucking cast on his arm for 15 years, I feel like. Yeah. Cody and MJF showed up. Jericho lights a uh, big cigar in celebration, and they uh, they roll out. Uh, a Cliff. Yes. Do you know anything about Undertale? I do not so this whole like entrance video by uh, Kenny you didn't really probably get then no I will say though I was appreciative because I did like he likes to tie in a lot of video games into his um, into his entrances and stuff so I was very much appreciative of the gamer side of it I just personally I didn't get it Hold on one second. I'm trying something. I want to get this to play so we can hear it on the podcast. I'm going to figure it out. Ah! Can you hear it, Cliff? Cliff, can you hear that? I heard pieces of it. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> started from the beginning yeah <laughs> pod this down a little bit so we get a uh, entrance video for Kenny where it's all like everybody is going to leave you you are going to be alone and it's very uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling slated um, which the Rumors coming out that you know AEW and New Japan are going to do something have like exploded, um, and everybody has come out from the Young Bucks to Kenny and just said, you know, I do what I want. Nobody told me not to do it, so I did it. Um, and he comes out, and 
Sans the skeleton from Undertale. Um, pretty cool. We'll turn that off now. Um, and then the Young Bucks come out in their Street Fighter gear. And they are fighting... Uh, what the hell are they called? I, it's Kip Sabian. Hybrid 2. Yeah, the Hybrid 2. Which is what? Angelico and Jack Evans? This match was pretty fucking awesome. Like, tons and tons and tons of action. Um, Kip Sabin was amazing. At one point, Omega goes down for the uh, Terminator, like, dive. Hold on, April's texting me. Uh, where he slams his hands on the mat in the Terminator theme. There's a dive. I, I believe Kip Sabin interrupts it. And then he does the Terminator dive into Young Bucks and Omega, but they catch him and fucking just destroy him on the uh, <laughs> on the hardest part of the ring. Uh, they get a triple super kick into a V-trigger, uh, and they win. What do you think? Oh, it was a great all-around match. I'm a huge fan of Kip Sabian. Um, I saw his uh, interview with Chris Van Vliet and just really kind of like seems like a down-to-earth person. Um, but as far as the video game aspect of everything goes, I was a huge fan. And in fact, I was like, I was actually, I think I was more excited with what happened after the match. Cliff. What? There's a run-in. Hold on. Should I do this again? Headphones go on your head. <laughs> just take one off so you can hear me. There you go. Say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Here, we're just rocking out to Undertale. Did you know that that was Kenny Omega's entrance, Undertale? I don't know what that is. <sighs> it's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what happened uh, after the match, Cliff? Oh, as uh, the match is over... The Elite are celebrating the Young Bucks break off. Go to give high fives to a bunch of Rick and Morty fans who won't let go of their hands, only to find out that it's Santana and Ortiz. Hey, or as you call them by their name. I was going to say, or as AEW calls them, Pride and Powerful. And uh, they just beat the shit out of the Young Bucks, which I was very much appreciative. <laughs> wow. Pull them over and just. Beat them up. <laughs> so it's pretty cool, too. Like, if I you... like the Young Bucks, but we got to drive this story somehow. And I love oh, the fact yeah. that they were in disguise. It kind of made me feel like, um, you know, like I'm talking about, like the scene where they like all just there. And uh, you're just like, oh, shit, what's going <laughs> to happen? They just reveal their faces. And you're just like, yep, you're going down. Right. Matt and Nick, you're, you're not going to like what's going to happen next. <laughs> uh, it's really cool, too, because if you go back and watch the Best Friends match, you they're out there for that match, like sitting there in the crowd with their Rick and Morty faces on. Continuity, continuity, April. Uh, we get, quite possibly, my favorite wrestler, Peter Avalon, the librarian, with his valet, the librarian, Blue Pants, Leva Bates. Uh, and he just, you know, talks a bunch of shit to the crowd, says they all suck. And then Mox comes in from the crowd, April. Paradigm, quantum realm shift mm -hmm. to Peter Avalon. And he uh, 
cuts a pretty intense promo where he just says, you know, they want to treat me like I'm crazy. So, you know, they don't want a loss on, you know, right? They don't want a loss on Kenny Omega's record. Well, I'm going to kill him, basically, is what he says. Great input from the two of you. <laughs> I I just thought you were bringing me in for SmackDown. So why am I why am I almost here? done? Okay, there's literally so one other match. Left. You didn't ask how I felt about the the segment, so I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll just leave it awkwardly quiet. No, so I think for me, uh, yeah, I love I love Moxley's kind of persona right now, where it's just like unhinged he's gonna do what he wants to whenever he wants to to whoever he wants to and uh i i think it's weird because like in no in new japan pro wrestling his his paradigm shift is called the death death rider in aew it's just it's the paradigm shift and it's only because he said that one line um after double or nothing like that's why they call it the paradigm shift i think the Death Rider just sounds way cooler, and I I would much rather have him just kind of keep everything the same. But it is what it is. But his promo is really good. I love the fact that he's like got this heat with uh with Kenny, and he just wants to you know essentially beat the shit out of him. So the back A plus, A plus. Uh, last match: Lucha Bros versus SCU. Um, pretty good action. Um, both teams are fucking amazing. Ray Phoenix is amazing. Pentagon's amazing. Um, SC wins with like a roll up, which I thought was kind of like, meh, wasn't anything crazy. Uh, it was a really good match, but I thought the ending was just like there. Cliff, what did you think? Yeah, I was, I wasn't, um, uh, the way it ended, but I guess it, I kind of understand like, you're trying to keep both teams strong. You don't want one team to be over the other. Yeah. So I, it is what it is. I'm glad that SoCal won. I would have preferred to see Lucha Bros win so that SoCal becomes the chasers instead of just like, oh, hey, we're the faces and we won the whole tournament. Yeah. Like, it would have been much cooler to see them like, some shenanigans. We're going to come beat you now. And I would have much appreciated that one. All right, Cliff, what would you give the show overall? A minus. Uh, grade. April, what would you give what you saw? So I just realized that I I must have watched it all. <laughs> <laughs> April didn't think she watched the show. I didn't. I'm I was uh I was lost, I guess. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Great job. I don't remember the John Moxley thing at all though, so I must have just completely zoned out. Or just I was doing something. I you was know busy. what? I think you were still reeling from the amazing best friends match. I was reeling. You probably just, you were like, I Because I remember all the Rick and Morty stuff. I can't watch anything else. Mm. All right. Smackdown from November 1st, 2019. Start off with uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar in the ring. Cliff and I were arguing about this back and forth after Bray Wyatt won. Um, who would go to Raw? I knew it was, I knew it had to be Brock because Bray is such a bigger draw. And this is basically what they said today. You think that Bray is a bigger draw? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Firefly Fox? Right now, I think so. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nobody cares about Brock Lesnar. I, I mean, for, like, Fox, though. I feel like Brock is, like, the bigger name for, like, Fox sports entertainment. But I feel I feel if 
you say Bray Wyatt is going to be on the show, that more people are going to tune in than Brock is going to be on the show. Okay, that's I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, you can tell that half the roster was still in Saudi Arabia because we got to watch the whole Kane match from Crown Jewel and then the aftermath <laughs> from Crown Jewel. So about five minutes of this <sighs> promo was Crown Jewel footage. Um, and basically, at the I end feel like they it, always recap it anyways. This was like... This was like the whole match. Yeah, it was like everything. They were desperate. Um, and we get Paul Heyman just saying that Brock Lesnar quit SmackDown and is going to Raw and choke on that slap nuts. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. He did, though. That's really what he said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's like... Go ahead crush these bugs on this windshield named Ray Mysterio at Raw, so we're just going to quit, eat a dick, and we're out. <laughs> <laughs> exact words. Uh, it wasn't like... It wasn't an over overly bad Heyman promo, but it wasn't like one of his best. It he was did good. T- he did tell everybody to Google Vince McMahon bitches. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. Then we get April's favorite wrestler, Nikki Cross. <laughs> Versus the women's champion, Bailey. What did everybody think? Why are you just staring at me? <laughs> um, go ahead, Cliff. I'll let you go first. Say of the match or of like everything? I, yeah, he, Steve's just getting, the match. Steve's, We're only covering Steve's not being match. real specific. We're only covering the match right now. <laughs> uh, I thought the match was decent. Um, There's definitely some spots I think that it felt like this was probably like the first or second time really that Bailey and Nikki have worked together. And no way. They probably they've, run they've house shows so together, much. but what are you talking about? On TV, it appeared like it was just like, Hey, we just started. What's up? Uh, Cause remember, um, no, they had like three matches on SmackDown alone. Cause there, there was that whole fucking thing. Oh my God. It was, I think it was before Bailey was champion, but they've, they've wrestled so much. Until what? here. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you think, April? Uh, it wasn't horrible. I don't know. I just, yeah, I can't stand uh, Nikki Cross's gimmick right now. It's okay. Just, she's too kooky. Of the two women's matches, mm-hmm. the one that was on AEW, Sheeta versus Shauna, or this one, which one was the better one? I don't remember the one from AEW. So Nikki, Cross. <laughs> Nikki Cross was the better one. <laughs> uh, ba- Bailey wins she with like a new move too. She didn't hit like the Bailey to belly. Uh-huh. It was like a a head driver into the mat and pin her with that. Um, so Bailey retains a pretty whatever match, but after Cliff's girl Shayna Baszler. Runs in. Oh, yeah. Hits a fucking amazing knee on Bailey. Kicks Nikki Cross out of there. Yeah, beats like everybody up and just fucking destroys everyone. She killed Sasha, too, before going in. Killed everyone. Yeah. Right into that, right into the post. It was awesome. A plus, I thought. That was good. Shanna Baszler comes out looking like a badass. Um... Leave SmackDown looking like a bunch of geeks. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, 
then there was like two or three commercials. I stopped tracking the commercials just because there's so fucking many. You didn't even take notes. I did. I just I said that in the beginning. I did not <laughs> take notes. Um, then we get his reliable ass, Sami Zayn. Wasn't he in the back doing a promo first? Cutting a and promo. Then, yeah. So he's cutting a, ba- a promo in the back with that Charlie girl. Because yeah, somebody say it was they, Charlie, and I was like, oh. Yeah, tr- who's like never on anymore. She's never on. Yeah. Well, it's Kathy Kelly. Oh, there you go. Right. It's Kathy <laughs> Kelly. Shit. Sorry. They all look the same. No, they don't all look the Where's same. Mean it's just the C names. I got the two C's <laughs> confused, but no, Kathy Kelly is very. Pretty. Finn Balor's ex. Yeah, she's pretty. Um, and Sammy's like, nobody from NXT should mess with me. You know, they'll get it if they mess with me. And then. Uh, Here's Brosif himself with Keith Lee. The, the biggest dude I've ever. Matt Riddle and Keith Lee show up. And fucking Sammy's like, hey, big fan. <laughs> and he's like, wait till you see, guys see this. And he like unzips his jacket and it's a black shirt. And he's like, you know, I took my NXT shirt off in the car. I didn't want to get some salad dressing on it. So I'm just going to go get it. And then Keith Lee and Matt Riddle just follow him. To chase the ring. him. Yeah. He runs to the ring. And you get to see a fat guy moonsault. April? I don't think that guy's fat. I just think he's like built big. He's like 300 something pounds. That doesn't mean he's fat. Fat. 320. Okay, so you're just going to call him fat? He's He's fat! Definitely not fat. No, I mean, that was great. No, I won't be calling that man to his face fat. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Try. Steve's going to try. Just get beat. But you got to look at the person that's making the threats. This fat son of a bitch is challenging all of us. Has been world champions before. Been in this business 15, 20 years. What this fat son of a bitch is going to call us all out. Going, calm down, calm down, okay? All right. He's fat. I, I want to. I don't. Who's that guy referring to? I think Samoa Joe. Oh no. Oh. That's classic Scott Steiner. Oh. He's fat. Well. Um. But yeah. They chase him out to the ring. Uh, Beat him. Matt Riddle, yeah, hits the bro Derek. And then Keith Lee gets up and hits the uh, moonsault. Fucking, they come off looking like stars. Yep. They do. And it was amazing. Uh, We get a Miz TV segment following that, where Miz was going to seemingly interview himself. Well, he was supposed to interview Bray Wyatt is what he said. Yeah. I wonder how that would have been. It would have been weird. Right. Maybe he would have came out normal. Who knows? Maybe maybe I he would, would have came out as, as himself. I would have liked it if uh, he was just on the Titan Tron in the fun house. Um, but instead, we get Tommaso Ciampa coming out. April said Tommaso Ciampa uh, needs to work out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, man, he's just so not fit. As you can tell, Cliff, we don't watch <laughs> NXT in this house. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Like, I, I kind of know who everyone is. <laughs> I know who that guy is for sure. <laughs> at the he end, used to wrestle a lot with that Johnny Gargano guy, and then exactly. they had, like, a huge feud and everything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see? I remember. Uh, at the end, that s- Swerve is in the ring, and I was like, <laughs> I think that's Swerve Johnson. <laughs> And I had to look it up. What's Swerve's name? Shane Strickland. Thank you. Shane Strickland. <laughs> Scott. Swerve. But hey, at least I knew the Swerve part. 
So this guy, you said, just came back from a neck injury, which is just insane. That's yeah, why I was what, like, like maybe three weeks ago, Cliff. Yeah. Wow. And a pretty serious one and just comes back like ripped. Yeah. I'm like, how are you this fit yeah. from an injury? Uh, so they oh. talk shit back and forth where basically Chomp is like, you've been playing, you know, sports entertainer and I am the sports entertainer. Uh, and then Miz just says some shit back. And Why are you dissing the Miz? Because it's always it's always the same thing in situations like this with the Miz where he's like, this isn't the first time I've heard that and there's been tons of people and here I am, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, ugh. Just be a bad guy, Miz. Miz is good when he's bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they have a match. Cliff, what did you think of this match? Um, I'm gonna. It was kind of clunky in spots, uh, but it's to be expected because I feel like this was their first time in a ring together, and I it was the same way with uh, AJ Styles and I think it was Chris Jericho when he when AJ first showed up. It was kind of a clunky match, so I expected the same thing from here. Overall, though, I mean, it did its job. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa got over with the crowd because you know Miz got hit with the. The fairy tale ending. So I liked it. What did you think, April? Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Real good. Um, one of the one of the few things that I did see about this was like the NXT stars got their like fifteen minutes, like quarter to eight. <laughs> so they basically like got in and just like went to work. Oh, the main the main reason the show is good is because they are on it. Yeah. Which I question like what would have happened if flights hadn't been delayed. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia. Well, if this people was, weren't held hostage in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> this was like supposed to happen, right? Anyways, in general, like in the next few weeks. Yeah, but I don't like. I, I wonder if it would. They have probably been wouldn't as have had much it. Yeah. Or as over. Um, I'm very interested to see going forward, like if Raw, if NXT invades Raw and then Raw loses some matches, because otherwise it just makes SmackDown look like a D show behind fucking 205 Live. Yeah. Uh, we come back from commercial with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville in the ring. I will never say their tag team name. Fire Cliff. and Desire. Cliff loves that name. Fire I think it's really good. And Desire. <laughs> yeah. Why are you hating on it? What's worse, Proud and no. Powerful or Fire and Desire? Proud and Powerful. <laughs> You're wrong. They're both the worst. Wait, what is proud and powerful? Is that the, the Santana two? and Ortiz? That's how I'm going to be very honest. That sounds like it would be for for a, like a gay person, <laughs> like proud and powerful. That's what I would assume. I don't want them to show up at the house and beat me up because he see the one the one crazy guy seems like he will. They won't beat us up. He's going to find me. He won't beat you up. But he'll, it just he'll it doesn't sound like the sock. right slogan for them. It sounds like. <laughs> Proud and Powerful could be for Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, too. Sounds like go either way. That's, you know what? It's actually probably, you know what? It's a lot better for them because you get you get the, you get yeah, the pride. I was not going against that now. For um, Deville because she is LGBTQT. That's what I mean. Uh, and then Rose, sure, she's powerful, whatever. I don't She's care. strong. She's definitely fit. Um, so they're in the ring waiting for their opponents. And as soon as Carmella's music came out, came on and she didn't immediately come on, I'm like, oh, she's getting jumped on the back. Yeah, Steve but already knew. It Steve was one of the it. funniest things. Bianca Blair, Belair is back there beating the shit out of Dana Brooke. And it keeps showing Carmella, who's just like 
looks like she got bad news. Yeah, she looks like she's just sitting there crying. <laughs> Not like she was beat up. She no. looks like distressed. Yeah, she was like, she had her like hand above her eyes almost like, oh, I can't believe you've done this. Um, yeah, beats a sh- <laughs> What? When she picks up Carmela and just th- throws her like over those crates. Mm-hmm. Uh, a plus. Uh, you were just so happy I thought to see was, Carmella to get I thought thrown. it was hilarious. It was good. And then we get Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox come out. Um, yeah, buddy. I'm a big Rhea Ripley fan. Tegan Knox is whatever. Doesn't Tegan Knox tag with somebody else in NXT? Kota Kai. They just had a tag a tag team title match, right? Yeah, but they were they were saying that she was still like injured and that she couldn't compete. And that's the reason why Rhea Ripley and her were competing. Oh, because Dakota has that leg. She just came back from a leg injury, right? Well, she got misted in the face, remember? Whoa, and, oh, no, you don't because you don't watch NXT. I don't watch Yeah, NXT. she got misted in the face by the Kabuki Warriors. That'll fuck you up. And so, April doesn't know about the mist. I've been trying to teach her. Oh, I've been seeing it if now. If you ever see red mist, April, that's death. They that misted dead. Paige in the face. Green mist just blinds you. Yeah, doesn't I mean for I just don't want that on my face in general. <laughs> <laughs> um they basically jump uh fire and desire, beat the shit out of them. One of my favorite parts, Tegan Knox throws Deville. Gonna throw her oh, at the God. table. Oh, by the way, commentary team, Todd Phillips, Renee, and Adrian Neville. Hey, wait, that's not oh, right. Oh, gosh. That's not right. Hold that's on. That's not right. <laughs> that's not right. Adrian. What the hell is this Aiden. name? Aiden English. Aiden English. <laughs> Adrian Neville. One segment, and he got replaced by Pat McAfee. <laughs> oh, okay. and Steve just kept being like, who's this guy? Who's this they guy? Replaced, I don't know They him. replaced him with Pat McAfee, and I have no idea who the fuck Pat McAfee He's is. He's obviously in NXT. He's definitely from NXT, right, sure. Cliff? <laughs> Pat McAfee is a former punter from the Colts. He's a WWE fan. And they what? bring him on to do that stupid show, uh, Watch Along. So he's, the, okay, so he's not program. even a wrestler? What's that? He's not even a wrestler? Oh. Aiden English is like so much better commentator. What? Okay, but he did have an amazing line in this segment. It's when Rhea Ripley comes out and starts talking. She says like two words and he's like, She's Australian. <laughs> and I was like, thank, thank you, Pat McAfee. But so, uh, Tegan Knox is going to throw Sony Deville like, at the announcer's table. And like the, tra- the trajectory looks like Deville is going to hit Pat McAfee, basically. But mm-hmm. then Deville just jumps and hits uh, Todd Renee. Phillips and kicks Renee right in the face. In the face. Did you see Renee's tweet after that? Oh, yeah, that she's never going to commentate again. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> she was great. Her and Phillips are a really good team. Way like, better really than yes. when she was on the other one. Yeah, with uh, Graves and fucking Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. I think it's about time those guys retire. Oh, damn. Um, Knox wins with a... Uh, they're calling this an elevated inverted cloverleaf April. Because you asked what it was. So that's what it Rhea is. Ripley's submission. Yeah. And the Texas Cloverleaf is quite possibly one of my favorite finishers. Done by one, Dino Malenko. Eyes of ice. Fun fact. 
for those who who don't know yet that I actually adopted that uh inverted clover leaf as my finisher for WCF and AUW. Hey bro, did so you, you guys get, get to catch me? Did you get uh, approval from Rhea Ripley, bro? That's my Taz impression. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to ask for permission. Cuz Taz said you need to get permission when you use someone's move. Yeah. Cliff, you better get it. You better get it. Or Taz and Rhea are going to fuck you up, son. <laughs> not uh, worried. <laughs> they could come <laughs> find me. <laughs> a little bit earlier in the night, we got a... You're not letting us, like, rate any of these matches. Oh, shit. What What would you rate the Tegan Knox Rhea Ripley match? A B. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, what would you give it? Uh, I'd give it B plus. Did we rate the Miz match? No, you didn't let us rate anything. You're being a very poor host. host. I, I don't like WWE. That doesn't. You need to be impartial with your judgment here, kind of, as the host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's finish and then we'll go through. Okay. How about that? Because we have one more match. All right, let's. We do had it. a backstage segment between uh, Daniel Bryan and Triple H. Shawn Michaels. And HBK was there. Thank you, April. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, Daniel Bryan's like, I'm looking for a fight. And, like, him and Triple H are just, like, staring at each other. And then Triple H is like, <laughs> April and I kept saying, this isn't my wrestling suit. This is my <laughs> business suit. <laughs> but Triple H is like, well, it's not going to be me. And then Shawn Michaels takes off his jacket like he's going to fight. And then he's like, oh, it's so cold. <laughs> Triple H is like, yeah, put that back on. And then he's like, champ? And Adam Cole walks up. The very ugly Adam Cole. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it got announced we'll get Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan for the NXT world title. Pretty great. Title on the line. Yeah. Um, so that's the main event. Pretty good match. Back and forth. Um, it seemed like every time April would pay attention, Adam Cole was just getting his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, he was, he was, he was getting a lot of, uh, what it, Daniel Bryan was definitely doing a lot of offense. Yeah. And for he, a long time. Like, and they were fucking hitting the shit out of each other. They were good together. Yeah. Those, um, European uppercuts that Bryan was hitting Adam Cole with were fucking awesome. I like how Triple H and Michaels are watching. <laughs> and getting angry when yeah. Adam Cole was in like submission holds. Yeah. Um, also a note, if you listen to last week's when we talked about Sami Zayn, you know, coming out and being like, the Yes Movement should be dead. Dana Bryan wasn't doing the Yes Chant or anything. He just, he walked to the ring with his arms in the air. Yep. (laughs) Didn't do his Yes Chant. Um. There's still a chance. There's still hope for you, Steve, for him to still be bad. Oh, I would love for him to just be a bad guy. (laughs) Uh, he gets Cole in the LaBelle lock. Finally gets to the ropes, and fucking Adam Cole just hits Daniel Bryan with like three big moves, one after another. Boom, boom, boom. The uh, Canadian Destroyer off the top. Um, and what's his like last move called, Cliff? Last shot. He hits him with the last shot. Again, do not watch NXT. A note also: Roderick Strong came out <laughs> with Adam Cole and Adam sent him to the back. 
April and I saw Roderick Strong on an airplane. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Steve and I saw him on the airplane once and I didn't know anything at this point. This, so. He wasn't even WWE. This was WrestleMania. Oh. He wasn't in WWE. Th- yeah, no, no, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. That's why you were like, that's him. And I was like, I don't know who that is. But so Steve I, has a picture of, wait, his Twitter is a picture of a the yeah. grandpa from Simpsons. It was like my old personal Twitter account. And it was old man yells at cloud. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw Roderick Strong on our flight. And Roderick Strong tweeted back, I'm pretty sure I didn't see any old men yelling at clouds. <laughs> but it was totally him. It was awesome. We always like, run, Steve always runs into just everyone. We saw Dusty everyone. Rhodes when uh, we went to Florida. And we I, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's Dusty Rhodes. And we've seen, um, who's the other guy that was on? WWE for a little bit. I think he was married to Zelina Vega or dating her. Who's that guy? Oh, uh, Austin Aries. There you go. Didn't we see him? Yeah. I've seen him a couple times. Yeah. I saw him at a Guar concert. Do you like how I had to identify him? I yeah. just remember he always had sunglasses on. I always was like, was kind of a jerk. Yeah. Big, he's a big pothead and he lives in Vegas and he's vegan. Oh, cool. Yeah. I meant like a jerk as his character. I don't know him as a person. <laughs> he's, he's supposedly a jerk in real life. Oh. Uh, we end the show um, basically with the ring filling up with all the NXT talent and Triple H saying, you wanted a war, you got a war. This is family. The family. And then he also said, you he can drink sound. you can drink anything you want as long as it's a Corona. No, okay. Stop <laughs> quoting Fast and the Furious. Worst mistake I made make, making you watch that movie. Family. It's the worst mistake I've made. Um, but a pretty pretty great episode of SmackDown, I would say. Okay, are you going to let us grade them now? Let's Cause... go back through. Oh, my. So we got the first match, uh, Nikki versus Bailey. You said that was a B. Yeah. Cliff, it was a B mainly because Shayna came out and did that whole thing. Okay, with that, how was the match? With that? Without that. Oh, without, without that. Yeah. I'm probably going to give it like a C. I was going to give it a D. Damn. Cliff, you're going to you give think? it the D. <laughs> and you're totally giving it the D. Yep. <laughs> uh, C plus. Yeah. Uh, we have Miz versus Champa, which ended by a pinfall. April. The Miz? Yes. Uh, I'm going to give it like a B plus. Yeah. B plus for me as well. Cliff? B plus. B plus? <laughs> plus. Uh, Fire and Desire versus Ripley and Tegan Knox. April? Mm. A B. I would give it... I think I gave it a B earlier when I made you... I'm going to give it an A just for that table toss. <laughs> Cliff, what do you think? I'm going to give it an A minus. And the main event, April, Adam oh, Cole versus Daniel Bryan. A, A, A. Yeah, A, a for a. me as well. Cliff? I'm going to be like the teacher from uh, A Christmas Story. A plus, plus, <laughs> plus, plus, plus. <laughs> It was really good. There was only one A-plus between these two shows, and as we all know, it was the Best Friends match. That was the A-plus of the night. Thank you. Was it between you and Cliff? Between me. Oh. <laughs> I'm the host. Oh. I'm the hostess with the mostest. thought you meant like between you and Cliff, like the, you know, ratio. No? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring up the crown jewel results. Are you going to 
do an overall grading of the show? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you want me to take over and host the show? I think I do. Like I told you, I don't feel like <laughs> I'm talking about wrestling today. Cliff, what do you rate the overall show of SmackDown this time? SmackDown? Yeah. The whole the whole show. SmackDown A plus. Wow, you're Ooh. high. Okay. April, what would you give it? I'm actually I'm gonna give it an A minus. Yeah. I think that the overall um mishap with the Saudi Arabia and people getting stuck was just a benefit for them. Oh, yeah. Made it a better show. Yeah, the the sh- it was a it was like a B plus A minus show. I'm giving it like an A minus minus, but no Roman Reigns. Okay. Uh, made a big difference. <laughs> Wow. Roman no, Reigns uh, has not even been like down our throats like it has been in the past. He's he's been fine. He's been fine for the only me. way I would have given this show an A plus is if Drew Gulak had been on it. The only way Steve would have given this an A plus is if he wouldn't have watched it because he's <laughs> such a little hater. How dare you? <laughs> he's such a hater. He's never he is like I've so I've just noticed it's really, really hard to like satisfy wrestling fans. And Steve is just one of those like bitter wrestling fans that like That's cannot all, handle wwe is, uh, the only good thing you're saying is aew right am i I'm, right yeah because uh, wwe is so stale and same and boring like that's why this show was so good it was because it was so out of the the norm of what well, they, and they had to throw do. it together they yeah. had to like throw it together like it was it, it, there wasn't enough time for vince mcmahon to go in and fucking rewrite it 15 times and mm-hmm. that's really to the detriment of the product and the fans like it's exciting because it was fucking different Cliff, how do you feel? How do you feel about that, Cliff? (laughs) I mean, he's right. It was only a benefit that the flight got delayed in Saudi Arabia and they couldn't leave. Yeah, no, it was. It was a benefit, even though why were they stuck there? Do we even know at this point? Oh, yes. We'll get into it. Let's uh, get these results. Oh. Such good shit. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they had a battle royale to see who would face uh, AJ Styles later in the show. In that Humberto Carrillo run, one he won the match, so he would face AJ Styles a little bit later. I don't think we wait. Did any of us watch the pay per view? Cliff yes. probably did. Cliff, yes, you did. Cliff loves WWE. Did. Okay, he loves it. Okay, calm down, Steve. <laughs> then we had uh, Kane versus Brock Lesnar. It was like two minutes. Lesnar won. On tech team turmoil. To determine the best tag team in the world, complete with trophy. Uh, the OC one, which none of April and I did not predict. What? The OC winning this I match. did predict it. You did? Yes. Suck it. Whoa. Listen I here. said that they should. Oh, yeah. That's true. I wish New Day would have won. Well, I said the right team. Actually, I wish, I wish the Viking Raiders would have won. No. Because oh. they're undefeated. Not anymore. Oh, they it. love making exactly. people that are undefeated defeated like Asuka. Mansoor versus Cesaro. We all said Mansoor was going to win. He did. Hey, everybody said that was a that really, was a good, really match. good match. Yeah, everyone said that's really good. Why are you breezing over it? Like, Because I didn't watch it. Okay, well, Cliff did. Cliff, what did you think of that match? Love this match. <laughs> <laughs> everyone across it's the board terrible, that Mansoor. He gets rolled out like once every six months yeah. to the Saudi crowd to be like, hey, check it out, guys. We have somebody from Saudi Arabia on your team, too. And then all of a sudden what you see is um, is Cesaro like just does his thing. He's the ring general. He takes control of the match. He like showcases what strengths uh, Mansoor has, and then Mansoor ends up winning. So 
it's a really great match, and it's definitely one I would tell people to go back and watch. Do you think it's a good match because uh, Mansoor's good, or just Cesaro is that good? Because I feel like you could put Cesaro. It was a combination of both, and it would be a good match. Yeah, I'm so, thinking, it was a combination of both. <laughs> so wait, is Mansoor doesn't he's not in WWE then? I think he's on NXT. Oh, he is the NXT guy. He is an NXT, so he's like. He doesn't just like live in Saudi Arabia and just like wrestle. <laughs> bring him in. That is literally what I thought this entire time. So. Oh. No. Later, earlier this year, when he won the fifty-man battle royal. Oh, that was match. him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that shows you how little I I know. So, I did not realize that was the same guy. But at least he got to be on his own for this one. Yeah. Showcase himself. Uh, we get Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. Uh, Tyson Fury won with a punch, which should have gotten him disqualified. But Strowman was on the outside for the 10 count. Because he had been knocked out. He'd been knocked the fuck out. Yeah. With a closed fist punch, which are illegal in WWE. AJ Styles versus Humberto Carrillo. Carrillo. <laughs> Umberto Carrillo. Yeah, see? How dare you? Can you, can you do that? Carrillo? Carrillo! <laughs> uh, Styles beats Carrillo. Um, how was this match, Cliff? I liked it. and uh, It was just a run back from what Raw was, so you kind of already knew what the, end, the ending was going to be. Yeah. You didn't ask about the last match. <laughs> Um, you didn't ask about Tyson Fury. <laughs> don't you don't, care. You don't want to know what Cliff thinks about that? Cliff, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> match sucked. Thank you. <laughs> we, we just needed, we we just needed that validation you. real quick. Natalia Steve needed it. versus Lacey Evans in the quote-unquote first ever women's match. Why are you saying quote-unquote? I'm pretty sure Impact Wrestling had a women's match in Saudi Arabia at one point. Cliff, what did you think of this match? Um, so you could tell that both women were really nervous being in the ring. Um, there's just spots that that they normally hit that they got kind of clunky in. So it was uh, I don't know, it took away from the match a little bit, but I I was very much appreciative of what the match stood for. So the way it ended, Steve did not care. Steve is just really hates women. It doesn't he change women. fucking anything. Okay. Saudi Arabia is still murdering women who fucking speak out about the government. Like it doesn't. Okay. It's they're a feel good to... moment for WWE, but like nothing changes. It's like that SpongeBob meme where they're like, "We did it," but it's like they really didn't do anything. <laughs> They were very emotional. They both were. You you could tell that they were. I did end up watching like this match specifically, yeah. but they were. They were happy to do it. Well, and, and they are. They they believe they are making a statement by doing it, though. Yeah. So good for good for them. What? It, uh, oh. <laughs> Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Uh. How was this, Cliff? Uh, this is the exact. She would have expected just <laughs> a car crash. Was this elimination you know. or no? Just single pinfall. Oh wow! Who took the and pin? Who took the pinfall? 
Uh, Jesus, who did take it? Um, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, wasn't it Orton? No way. I recall. I'll be honest. Bleacher Report says the baby face is exploding, exploded, unleashing high flying moves to the heels and route to Reigns dropping Reigns with the spear for the win. So, seemingly Roman Reigns beat himself. <laughs> <laughs> Great yep. job. That's, that's how I felt would have happened. <laughs> wow. In, the, in an ultimate turn, Roman Reigns turns on Roman Reigns. It gets so Reigns, Reigns hit the spear. On Orton. Orton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess, um, what's her name also showed up at one point, just for like a second? Who? Lana. Lana. She went to Saudi Arabia? Wow. She's lucky she got back. She probably didn't. She was probably stuck. Nope. She's still there. Then we get... Cliff, uh, I'm sorry, what did you think of that match? (laughs) No, he said it was a car crash. (laughs) It was a car crash. That's right. Perfect. (laughs) <laughs> um, falls count anywhere Seth Rollins versus The Fiend we get the red light gimmick the whole time except there's no red cage so nobody time. likes this nobody likes this red gimmick thing no 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 Cliff hate it oh <laughs> I like it I li- like the red no I, you know what I like it too I was like wondering if just everyone hated it I, I thought if, it was like it a cool idea if it stays in the idea. ring it's not it's not as bad um, did the Finn, I don't, the Finn Balor Fiend match didn't have the red light, did it? Oh, it didn't. Yeah. And it, I mean, it didn't take, are you cold? I'm freezing. Oh my gosh. Freezing my balls off. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. no. No, I actually like the red light and I feel like everyone just shits on it. So thanks Cliff for agreeing with me. I got your back. Thanks. Two versus one. I'm the loser. Okay. No, but across the board, I've actually heard everybody shit on it. So yeah. I just thought maybe it was just me and I was just like, oh, maybe cause I'm not like the longevity fan but i think it looks cool but i can get why it's like probably shitty to watch in person it's probably oh yeah it's so the only reason this is such a lame side note but oliver has a nightlight our son and you're supposed to leave it on the color red because it actually looks like nighttime so it's like the hardest light to see in yeah so that's why it makes sense that people are probably pissed when they're in the ring and they can't really see because red is like supposed to be for like when you're sleeping I only imagine a bunch of people just watching this match and just like falling asleep <laughs> just, just going midway to through. The lights come on. There's no, <laughs> he wins and there's no. There's they need no to wrestle noise. in blue light. That's supposed to be the light that's right? supposed to be like for your awakeness. Everyone wake up. So when Sin Cara first debuted, they would wrestle under purple. Down. It's yeah. gold. Yeah, purple and gold. That's pretty cool. Okay, so what happened in this match? Cliff? Yeah, Cliff, what did uh, what'd you think? Were you surprised? Uh, the well, there was like won? a lot of cool table spots, of course, is what you would expect. Um, one of the big spots was that Seth Seth actually went through two tables outside of the ring. This match obviously started entering. It went out. But it kind of ended weirdly because obviously there's like a gimmicked area where like a bunch of speakers and like travel cases were. And after getting hit with his ace to stomp, then hit the, the Fiend with a super kick, which pushed him into the pit and like all these fireworks and stuff went off and uh i have to finish this match and then like well yeah we know dumbass because it said so on the on the match (laughs) that you had to can't be stopped for any reason so he starts searching through like the travel cases and then like a spark goes off 
goes, uh, oh, my eyes, I can't see. Oh, I can't see anything. And the fiend comes up from behind him and hits it with the mandible claw. Gale, and gets the pin and wins the match. And then, like, everybody's celebrating. Dark, and everybody's trying to find out what's going on. And then at the top of the stage, you have the fiend with the belt. And it's just like making that re 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 sound. That's how I did. <laughs> did you want him to win? Yeah. There's, there's no other way they could have had this. April. I mean, Vince could have had this end any way he wanted to, but I feel yeah. like the Fiend character for himself, like because you built him so high into this match, he had to win. There was no, there was no other way. And it's Halloween. Yeah. Spooky, scary Halloween. April, the Fiend won, which means you either have to watch some Joey Janela matches or an essay about Lacey Evans. Not even an essay, but some Lacey Evans. I forgot about this horrible (laughs) bet we made. I'm so sad. No, we said I'd have to like talk highly about Lacey Evans for like two minutes. Yeah. Or watch some Joey Janela matches. Oh. We'll, we'll, uh, next week we'll have some results. From that. I'm going to talk about Lacey Evans. Just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait. It's going to be so nice. April's really good at sarcasm. So mm. it's going to be wait. <laughs> You're going to love it, Cliff. Where does the fiend go from here? Like, who is his next? Well, here's the, I mean, so obviously Brock, quote unquote, quit and is now on Raw, right? That's mm-hmm. like, he's not going to be on SmackDown anymore. Correct. So who else is even comparable to face the Fiend on SmackDown? Roman Reigns. No. AJ Styles. No. Sami Zayn. Daniel Maybe. Bryan. He's on Raw. Who's on Raw? Jay. Oh, that's right. AJ is on Raw. The OC is on Raw. I oh. thought personally, this is what I would do. Um, you would set up a couple guys that would be dudes that you would throw in there, right? So I would say Kofi Kingston would be like the top person that I would throw at him next, right? And then at Royal Rumble, you have Finn Balor win the Royal Rumble. It's the Fiend as the Demon at WrestleMania. NXT, NXT star Finn Balor? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's <does>. a... <laughs> Oh, um, uh, Cliff! If you had to rate the Crown Jewel pay per view, what would you give it? Um, ending would bumped it up to me for a B, but if the ending wasn't there, it would have been a C show. You'll like anything, okay. dude. I look at the positive side of everything. <laughs> look at Steve. See, Steve would probably just go rate it an F because he's just so D miserable minus. he didn't even watch it and he's saying d you can't even you're not allowed to judge <laughs> what he's just mad about the tyson fear did you even talk about kane the two-minute match there's a two-minute match there was nothing to it oh that's so weird i didn't even like feel like i heard you mention it uh, we saw the whole match on smackdown we did we sure <laughs> that's did. how fucking short it was but you think that guy's like injured he's got like a knee problem he's got to get some knee surgery so they're probably just gonna have him get his knee surgery um, get it out of the way and then come back yeah go to raw so it was rumored that he was supposed to have a match november 30th in mexico with Rey mysterio um but when he showed up to smackdown the the premiere show or the debut show on fox he was already injured and so that's why this match 
at Crown Jewel was like, hey, just go through the motions, but try not to do anything crazy, and we'll just end it quickly because of your knee. Which Brock Lesnar probably loved. The past yeah. couple matches, the past couple matches he's had in Saudi Arabia have only been like I think a total of ten minutes. Yeah, he loves he loves it. Uh, Sunil Mojo. I'm just looking at the list of the people that were in that battle royale. By the way, the reason I bring up Finn Balor being the guy, because um, I know you, you don't watch NXT. Um, on NXT, he cut a promo where he said, uh, how did he say it again? If you saw me, I was laying down for a guy who put on a new mask. Now I've taken off my mask, and I'm the hottest thing in wrestling right now. Oh, intersections going on. Is he, though? He is. <laughs> I like Finn Balor. You punted the shit out of Johnny Gargano in the face. In the face. No one knows who I was till I put on a mask. Is that your Bane impersonation? <clears throat> oh, man. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Made him sound like an old jolly man. <laughs> Isn't Kane an old jolly man? Jolly Man Singh, as, as we Bane. all know. Jolly Man Singh. Okay. Are, do you guys need anything else to talk about? You guys done recapping on everything? That's it. We might, you and I might start watching NWA Power, which is a whole new thing. I don't, in, in La La Land, do I have more time to it's do YouTube. things? You can just watch it on YouTube. Hour long. Just I'm cool. about to be going back to college, so <laughs> not going to have a lot of time. Maybe you and Cliff can. Maybe Cliff and I. Well, Cliff, you do a lot too. Cliff, how do you have any time? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't a lot know. of time. <laughs> um, he's a he's a wrestler. He's so a wrestling so editor. now we're building towards a Survivor Series, right? Correct. Which it's, is at the end of the month, and it's going to have all three brands. We will watch that pay per view. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We just won't watch the Saudi Arabia one. No, we also have Full Gear coming up. Oh shit! We're going to pay for that. Yeah. Are you going to pay for it? Yeah. I'm actually going to have to pay for a pay-per-view. <laughs> Boo. Boo earns. Yeah. Cliff, you want to hit some plugs? Where can people find you? Yeah, so you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms. You can even find me on PS4 and uh, Activision now because I set up an account there for some reason. Um, but Miller 85 at all your favorite social media platforms. Um, and then you guys can find me at Nerds Around Table talking about comic books. But I have to be honest, Boo. this is my first love, my high love, <laughs> because I love talking about wrestling. So you guys can find me here on Frankensteiner all the time talking about wrestling. Yeah. Did you guys uh, do uh, Raw NXT this week? Oh, I just talked to Marty, actually, and he said that we might be recording it later tonight. Wow. Cool. So look for that. After you listen to this, yeah. listen to that. April, any plugs? You can listen to us on It Used to Be Better. Yeah. We just finished up Spooktober. We did. We watched a movie every single week for mm -hmm. Halloween. And, and cut uh, that's over. <laughs> why? That's a lot of work. For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work for me to watch movies creep show creep show creep show wasn't that bad though um yeah that's my only plug all right this has been 
Frankensteiner presents Dynamite Smackdown. Again, the hottest hour and 15 minutes this week. Sports entertainment podcast in the world. Make sure to like and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Leave us a review so we can read it and talk about you. For Cliff, for April. Steve, bye. Bye.